Welcome to episode two of the Don't Be Sorry podcast with Jordan Policicchio. Have fun. time with dumb questions i just don't even want to deal with it i can't i can't deal with people and dumb questions a, a person asked me hey what does 27 dollars book mean and i said the book's 27 dollars and I'm an asshole. Now I'm an ass. Now I'm a piece of shit because of that. Like, oh, how dare you? Like, you're supposed to be, oh, books. Yeah, you know, a lot of people have been um, confusing this, you know, with they don't know. They ask me this often. Don't feel like this is a dumb. If has anybody ever told you this is a dumb question, because you shouldn't feel like that. That's the response you're meant to give people today. I feel I feel that way. That people want to be, like, no one argues. I love to argue. Hey, uh, you, I, you know what? I, I'm a guy who gets caught up in uh, somebody just talking about something. I'm one of those people. You come up to me, you talk to me, and uh, I'm giving opinions. I'm crafting the next few years of your life there. I'm just hands-on. I'm tactile. That's what they called it in elementary to make you feel bad about yourself oh education education doesn't even you know i only learned how to learn now i taught myself how to figure stuff out and that's when it really turned it on but in in school school's tough because you got to meet and talk to people and that's fucked <laughs> because everyone's at a different pace like i had some uh, some of my friends in high school were just amazing at like math and shit i would stress out during the test i'd look over my buddies just banging out the answers and i hated him in the moment for that you know i'm i like i was just thinking like fuck you i bet you didn't study i didn't either but you know it somehow envy I, that's that's that was the combi competing competing that was the competing things that was the competing things <laughs> The combating things going on in school for me, I was, I was the, I was social. I was all about the social part. I didn't like the social skills courses because those teachers didn't like me. And you know what's fucked? I mean that. Like I actually mean that legitimately. If the teacher doesn't like, if you got kids, okay, listen, you got children. I was one of those kids that would, they were like, yeah, you know what? Don't like you. Okay, now you're gonna be in my class for. Uh, what feels like 12 full months. <laughs> That's what school felt like. School felt like 12 full exact months. And March break felt like three years. That's how awesome it was. You're like, oh, we're going to play all day. I can't wait to just... You got a baseball and a bat? We used to play in my buddy's backyard. Just nothing. We would, I would hit it to him and I would run. And then he would come back. He'd be like, all right, my turn. And I would grab the, and I would throw it to him. March break, we would do that for three months and then we would go to school for 12, 15 month years in elementary school. I remember we had a teacher, oh fuck, this is how you form people. You know how people socially today are very upset about, okay, opinions? A 
boat, a boat. That's that Canadian boy coming out, you know? I'm on the canoe, you know, uh, where's the where's the pickerel? I'm looking for pickerel, a boat. You guys a boat to go fishing, eh? <laughs> I love that's where I'm from. I'm from, you either grab a hockey stick or a canoe and you get the fuck out of here. That's where I'm from. Uh, sports and canoe shit. That, that is where you learn stuff. Like when you see somebody lose, back to sports, but when you see somebody lose, you like analyze it. You're like, okay, you know, I, I lost, I wanted it and I didn't get it. Often most relationships end that way. You know, you're in it, you're in a relationship. You're like, I want this to work a certain way. Even if it's business, finance, whatever the, (sighs) whatever it is, (laughs) You got to figure, you have to, that's what I mean. With school, school was this crazy thing to make money. You know, you spend a lot of money and I didn't actually learn the valuable. Like if I was who school wanted me to be, I would just be in Windows XL working for Unilever, doing campaigns, figuring out target markets, surveys, target email marketing. Hey, you know, and then with, I'm a meet, I'm in a meeting with Karen and, uh, and like Ashley and at, because you know, and, uh, like an Amish or something because it's today and I'm the, I'm the guy, I'm the minority. That's this. Okay. This is what school wants me to be right now. They want me to be a statistic. That's like 99% get the job, you know, Jordan. I mean, I'm in the poster like this. And I look fantastic. I got the blue shirt. I went to George Brown. That's what their posters. And I'm in, I'm in the meeting with Ashley and whoever else. I forget their names already. And we're talking about the new campaign about, there it is, for, the, for Unilever. And I'm the guy who crunches the numbers. Like, you know, we did, uh, you know, we got area code M5R and we just nailed it. All those people loved it. Avenue Road, Davenport. Oh, they can't wait for the then the new ad. You know, you don't even get to do the creative. That was what school's brutal for. I went to school for marketing. Marketing? Like I'm what am I from Calgary today? Marketing. You ever market? That's not. I, I'm just meandering through things I think I know. You know? That's yeah. School. School's a tough one. It's not, you know what school Hunger Games makes sense. Not for school purposes, but the dynamic of what you're really meant to get. Like math shouldn't just be four, you know, four to six weeks, three hours a day of just algorithms. Math should be like application, like teach me a cash out. Teach me how to break, you know, teach me when that 17 year old kid comes in and I'm the cashier at uh, Canadian Tire. Teach me when he has 200, somehow he has 256.55 in Canadian tire money and he's got 371.98 in cash but it's all coins teach me how to deal with that situation and I will give you money for tuition you know what I mean (laughs) I also love finishing sentences with you know what I mean after spending how long trying to uh, embody that explanation like hey my mom does that you want to laugh no, not today. I don't, mom. <laughs> hey, son, you want to laugh? No, get out. Get out of my house, your house, but the same shit. We both, 
spend extended periods here. Well, used to. I don't live there anymore. And I look down on people who are my age and still do. <laughs> I'm kidding. Do what you want. But it's weird if you're almost 30 and you live at home, you know. Not really. Actually, if we dissected it, because you're just people. And even more so today, because like, I, I, you know, I work in a bar. Like people, social media, old people, social media. I could live with an old dude. Like, I wouldn't want to live with an old dude or an old woman. Like, holy fuck. I feel like uh, making a murderer would just be on all the time. Or, like, that's their new mash and Columbo. There's no more Columbo. Like, uh, oh, what's his name? He was Castle. I need to... Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion could do a remake of Columbo. Easily could do a remake of Columbo. How good... No, Castle isn't a remake of Columbo. But if he somehow, Nathan Phil, okay, Ryan, okay, I'm going to, I should pitch this. This is the worst pitch ever, but I'm going to go to Netflix and be like, Hey, you should get Ryan Reynolds and Nathan Fillion to become Columbo together. Like it's two guys, like he had two cousins and they're it. That would be the new Columbo show and it would feature Nathan Fillion. Wouldn't want to live with an old lady at this point watching the new Ryan Reynolds, Nathan Fillion, Columbo. That would be insanity. I would hate to be old right now. I would hate to be old. It'd be so hard because things are changing every day. There's a new iPhone every 10 minutes. You can't, you just, you're, you're just like, holy fuck. Like you go into a restaurant and the menu's on your phone. It's everywhere but on paper. And you're 85 and you've delivered the paper for like 19 years. You were just like, you know what? I love paper. I'm gonna, and now back then you could love paper. In the fifties, you could love paper, and and you would be the cornerstone of a franchise somehow. You would just, yeah, you know, Milton, <laughs> Milton loved paper. He figured out, he figured out ways to use paper that no one. And at the time, and I love thinking about that shit, like old fifties stuff in the beginning. Like who wrote, who wrote books? Who figured out that, and you know, it's probably not one person because any good thing takes multiple, multiples, multiple people. If you watch Game of Thrones, you know, Arya is only able to kill that motherfucker because he's distracted. <laughs> you need people. But like any, you know what I mean? Imagine the first people who are like, yo, I saw some guy the other day or some girl or some woman or some person let's identify everybody in the 50s okay like what what was it that triggered reading like how did somebody want to know that obviously drawing and shit but i mean words where you were like all right i'm gonna write a manual this item needs instructions and i'm gonna write it like there was people that wrote those manuals just freehand manual writing manually writing a manual wow <laughs> is there a manual on how to write a manual manually? Because that would be a manual. If I'm listening to this podcast right now, I'm either just dying laughing at the manual thing, or I'm just like, holy Christ, how long have I been listening to this? I shouldn't have full stop. <laughs> full stop. Let's talk about sports again. What do you want to talk about? Sports again? Nah. Fuck sports. I'll fuck sports today. Yeah, fuck sports. They're kind of overrated. I get I get kind of where people come from. And I'm always asking people shit they don't even want to talk about. Like, I will bug you. You're in line at Starbucks. 
I'll ask you questions. You know, you're if you look uh, if you look distraught, I'm the guy that will go up to you and say, "Hey, you okay? You look nervous." <laughs> and people sometimes it's a win. Sometimes you get the like nervous face, and they're just like they're they're like. And they appreciate it. They have a moment. They're like, actually, yes, my aunt's being a real bitch right now over the phone. And then you get to know her aunt. And then you're there together with her aunt, I guess. God experiment with people. That's going down. There, I, was, I was at an open mic. And we were watching on the TV. There, there was this one guy who was uh, being racially, or not racially, he was being fucking homophobic, for the love of Christ, he was being homophobic, and they had this huge rally, and it's like, uh, hating gay, not okay, like, yeah, it's not okay, what I don't, and I'm not disagreeing, okay, let me get into this before I get into this, I'm not disagreeing with the sake of having a rally to support love, beautiful, love, love, huge fan, I've, you know, I love cuddling. I fucking love love. You know, I got a ton of love to give. Terrified of commitment. Probably a different podcast episode. But if someone is just on the street, homophobically fucking being a piece of shit, because that's what they're being, I don't know that the rally makes, you know, because then, and why I, why I don't know that the rally makes sense is because I feel as though if you, if you try to quell or squash all of these little ants, like one singular individual on the street, like it doesn't matter what they fucking think. Do you know? If they are being shitty towards anything, race, anything, it doesn't have to be anything, they're gone. Like you go, you do other, you don't fucking facilitate because now I knew that that guy was being shitty. I'm more reminded, like, I know love, love. I know that eventually, you know, there's a parade every fucking year and people go out and they, they say it. I know that it's basic, but now I'm like, oh fuck. I forgot that some people are pieces of shit and they're fucking, they're in line at wherever they're at in line. And they're like, oh, I hate blank. And they're going to go and say something. And that's fucked. Saw a commercial. There's a new Nike commercial and, uh, Serena Williams. She's talking about how women and the view of women. And I'm, I'm, I agree. Like, I get it. It makes sense. But who are you asking? Are you asking the 85-year-old guy who hates the fact there's no fucking paper menus? Or are you asking, like, 25-year-olds and 35-year-olds? Like, if a 35-year-old in a metropolitan city hates a race of people, I don't, I don't even know what you do. Like, it should... You know, how do you educate, like, what do you, you know, when you think of a city, when I think of racially discriminating people, I think of like old fucking immigrants because it's not their fault. <laughs> it's like you were raised by people way older than you who fucking hate, like that's real hate. You want to talk about hate? Like, hey, like, that's why immigrants are fucking amazing people and their work ethic is fucking through the roof because hate and fear are the most powerful motivators known to man. And if you can master those and love you, if you master fear and love and fucking turn that into you, you win anything. You can fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger life. If you want, you know, you can, 
you could lift weights and fucking fuck anybody if you did that. That's what that means. And that's what that is. That immigrant fucking like anxiety, like something's going to take something from you because that's in you. And that's what that fucking is. Like that old, brutal hatred. I'm not feeling it. I'm, ask me. How do I feel about I Fuck. Give the roles to whoever fucking deserves it. If that fucking person is funny, fuck, I'll swear a bit more, you know? We see that in comedy all the time. You know, I'm still new to this game. I fucking love it. I love the hate. I love the love. I love the people that are weird and shitty. I love the best people. It's all fucking the same. You need all the balance. Like, people that don't complain about things, it doesn't make sense. You need a shitty girlfriend to have a good wife. You need a, you know, you need a bad breakup. You don't need criminally disastrous things to happen to you if that's where you think I'm going. But I'm just saying, you need these elements of balance. Like, I got fucking teased as a kid, had gorgeous hair, went to school, hated my life. For what? If you really think of the element, fundamentally what I hated, I hated that these hockey kids fucking said I looked like Peter Frampton. What? He's awesome. He's beautiful. Like, he's so fucking cool. Now that I think about it, they, it was actually so bad. I'm that dumb. I wasn't even aware of how fucking brutal the roast was because I was, like, self-conscious about... First of all, I was in a suit. Different thing. But, like, you know... But you need that. You need it. Everything in life what you need. And you need that. And that creates your balance. I, I only understand people because I fucking hate them sometimes. Dumb ass questions like $27 bucks. What does that mean? Like I understand that you don't want to talk to your friend. <laughs> That's what I think that means. When you're like looking for something, when you go out and you're like, oh, yeah, guy. <laughs> or, oh, yeah. How long have you guys had this place open? Like, okay, um, I'll bring your coffee to you. <laughs> you know, I don't need to talk to you. I'm doing, if I talk to you and I'm nice to you, that's because I'm a fucking smart person. People aren't nice default. Like, it's a smart choice. You're just like, I'm done fighting idiots. Back to Game of Thrones. Dumb people are like the dead. They just keep fucking coming. And then you're like, wow, we got them. And then somebody says something so dumb that he just lifts them up and they're just all back there. And you're like, wow, I'm tired. All right, let's do it again. And then you know what you do? You don't say shit after a while. You're just like, oh, okay. That's what I think. Chat rooms. Chat, like I'm on 60 minutes. Chat rooms. (laughs) That's what I think these communities that hate people are. It's like you can't fight every battle. The thing that happened with James Gunn, some old tweets, and they tried to get him off of Guardians of the Galaxy. And then the actors were like, well, what the fuck do you mean? We love this dude. We need him here. He makes the movie good. We don't want to work here without that guy. Okay, he's a piece of shit. We'll talk to him. And yeah, you can be talked to as well. You can make mistakes and rectify them. I've made mistakes, drinking mistakes. I've done dumb shit, drunk as fuck. And... If you couldn't rectify it or make peace with it, oh, get up, yeah, grab a canoe, paddle out, as you know, and just either let yourself go 
like put a bag over your head. I don't know. But if that's how you're feeling, you know, just let it happen. You're gone. <laughs> that's so funny. It's so funny how like, I hate to say it, but fucking jokes like that are, you know, ah, kill yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I laughed. I don't mean it. I don't want anyone to do it unless you want to. I mean, I don't know your choice. I love you. If I know you, you kill yourself. I hate it. I'm so angry, but you're so happy. Like I should almost be happy for you. You know, I'm really, you're sad for yourself. You're like, ah, me, that's <laughs> who you care about. Cause if you kill yourself, I mean, yeah, you're in pain, but what if you weren't? I think that's what scares people. They're like, what if you just were like done? You're like, ah, 56 years is enough for me. I don't want to get cancer and shit. <laughs> you know, what if that's just your thing? You're like, yeah, the second divorce really took a lot out of me <laughs> and you're just done. So you, you, people quit jobs. Why can't they quit life? I, w I didn't mean to get onto this and this is like twisted. If you're, if you're someone right now listening to this driving and you're driving, you're like in traffic, don't kill yourself. Okay. But if you want to, <laughs> I, I fucking have an insurance license that will slowly stop existing because I don't put a lot of effort into it. I put uh, a lot of the resources other places, but in insurance, if you have an insurance policy, <laughs> you kill yourself within two years, your family gets nothing. But if you wait, I don't know. Like if you know, so many people are going to be upset about the suicide thing. Like, oh my God, did you hear that? He said some people might just be done. <laughs> some people, he, okay, this asshole feels that some people, who knows how people feel? It, that's always the question. You fucking never know. We were talking about that today at work. Wouldn't it be fucking crazy to have a conversation with somebody that's not here? Like, and then you're like, wait a second. Oh, fuck. Cause I would love to talk to some amazing comedians. I would love to talk. I would love to talk to Eddie Murphy. He's not even dead, but I would love to talk to him. And I would love to talk to Richard Pryor and George Carlin just to be like, hey, talk, you talk, I'll listen. And I would just, whatever, I would just take it in. You know how you meet somebody awesome? Like, you meet somebody who's like, yeah, I lived in the jungle. My buddy at work lived in the jungle. I let him tell me stories. When I was a kid, a lady used to read my friends and myself. Weird scenario, but it was nice. Harry Potter. I would let this jungle guy read me the news whatever he wants, whatever he wants. <laughs> I love meeting really cool people. And you know what? It's always oldies. It's always people with a little grit, little grime, 40 stories. And that's why we were talking about this at work. Cause it's like, if you could talk to Hitler, like Hitler would probably be the guy that sounds like he makes a lot of sense until you stop think realize until you stop and you're like oh he's not kidding you know he's like yeah yeah i mean it would be cool if we could get rid of them all <laughs> and you're just laughing because it's a party and you're drinking and then you go oh he went it that's so bad how many times have we had that at a party you know i don't go to parties anymore i'm at a party Let's get this party started. As soon as you hear that, that means the party started hours ago. Oh, 
but that's what it would be. I would imagine if you if you could put everybody in a room like Gandhi, Hitler, you know, Jesus would be cool. Jesus would be cool because it would be cool if Jesus had a bunch of ego. If Jesus just said, you know, guys, he's my dad, so shut up. <laughs> it would be nice, you know. Jesus would get bottle service way past the time, too. He would be such a dick about it. <laughs> Jesus at a nightclub. Jesus is cool, though. You know, if of all the deities, Jesus is like a cool guy because he'll let you talk shit about him. He's not, you know, he's not upset. My buddy told me, Muhammad can't even draw that guy. Joe talks about Joe Rogan. Joe. People are going to be upset. I called him Joe like we're friends. <laughs> Some guy posted on my Instagram. He, he put uh, on my, I put a video of this. He put Crystalia question mark. Hey, man, I'm trying. We're all trying shit. Okay? Fuck. I don't know. If it sounds like someone who's a professional comedian that people are dying to get tickets for, God, thank you. Because you know what people aren't doing? That door's closed in my room here. No one gives a fuck to bust it open. <laughs> no one, but the only, I could get a few people. If I be, if I call my friends, some close friends, I could be like, hey, could you guys stage breaking into my house just to be around me? That's what level of fame I'm at. You're going to chop me down already? <laughs> that's what I love. And that's, you know. Your brain focuses on negative shit. Because, you know, like five or six people said they really like this. <laughs> five or six of them were definitely, you know, when you're like, uh, that's so Italian. My uncle, my best friend, really whoppy Italians. Like your cousin can tell you a story. You'll tell your buddy. Everyone's talking about it. You know, hey, hey, uh, everyone's talking about your podcast. His cousin said he saw it. That's everyone. And as an Italian receiving that information, that's everyone, you know? And now I'm living my life, working my job, thinking, stressing out that, oh, shit, there's other people that are concerned, everyone, supposedly. Loving the water today. Drink water, by the way. For my, I got an uncle who doesn't like the taste of water. I love him. I love him. Dumbest thing I've ever heard. The taste? The taste of water, you're saying. You don't like the taste of your body being hydrated. Yeah? Um, okay. You need it. There's only one way to get the body to be like, you know, stop. Water is so important that I'm thinking about water all the time. I'm never not thinking about the amount of water I drink. It's either like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I got to catch up, or I'm either like, fuck, I really got to pee. That's it. That's the two modes I'm living in. And when I'm, a, when I'm being a little bit of a bitch, I'm, I'm, I'm thirsty. I'm hungry for the water. I'm starving for a big old helping of H2. O would be nice as well to combine them all and give me it all. I can't, I've met people that are like, no, I'm, I don't like care for water. I drink like, I'll drink soda water. Okay. Okay. All right. My buddy, I got buddies. I got friends. I was at work today. Big meat order comes in. Chef goes for my brother-in-law only eats beef. <laughs> 
but he's, you know, he knows. I know this guy knows his shit. He just, that's a preference. When you say, I'm on this new ancestral diet, I'm on this new diet where I'm only eating what the cave people had access to. Okay, let's talk about this. If you're only eating what cave people have access to, you're definitely eating berries or something. Because you know what doesn't kill you to grab other than like poisoning you, which you'd know. Because you send a seven-year-old out first. You're like, hey, Jaffa, can you grab me some of those blue heart-shaped things? And he goes over there, he tries one, and he passes out. Don't have those. (laughs) That's probably how they figured out. But you see a fucking boar. You can see the boar, and you're like, ah, fuck, I gotta... That's on me. I gotta get him. So you're going to eat berries. I'm spitballing. Literally, balling spit. Who knows? Wouldn't it be terrible if the ancestors ate just sand? You know, they found some guy found a book in the sand. He's on a beach in Thailand, and he finds a fucking book, and it says, yep, they ate sand. Wouldn't that be so upsetting for somebody who has... Somebody who has sculpted an attitude around what they eat and they've associated their meal plan with the ancestors of yesteryear, those dudes are going to be upset. They're going to be like, fuck sand, really? Oh, well. Really thought you guys just ate beef all day. (laughs) Milk. Beef and milk. Milk's fucking weird. I went on the GoMad diet for a little bit where you drink a gallon. I tried to gain weight. That's how fuck body image shit is for more than just met women. Men have body images. <laughs> Men have body images and images and images issues. Men have body images issues and issues and it and an if an initiative of body issues. <laughs> you can feel small. You're like, fuck, I'm tiny. I got to fix it up. So I was like, milk. I, I love Google as we do. You put anything into Google, you can convince yourself in and out of shit in Google. It's I'm sure you do it. I want to buy something. I don't want to buy it. I'll review bad stuff. Oh, and then I'll be the guy if somebody buys it. Oh, you didn't see the review on CNET where the guy's laptop blew up in his lap? You didn't see that? Because now I'm envious. I should have bought it. Tough decisions are tough to make close friend of mine had a tough little thing there it's always relationship shit what i find with guys women or it's always whatever you identify with it's always ah do i want to keep doing this ah i don't want to keep doing this that restaurant favican you you, if you watch chef's table favican you got to drive out in a little fucking yaris or some shit out into fucking iceland and this guy's got a barnyard and there's like 30 tables and you just get the best meal ever. And he says stuff like, uh, here at Favakan, the ice melted and I drank it and I made a restaurant 30,000 miles away from civil. Like, that's Favakan. And he just closed it. He's like, I'm done. I'm just done with it. I fucking forgot where I was going with that, but... Favakin, you guys, if you ever had Rezos there, which I know you didn't, because it it takes a flight, then a drive, and then I think you stay overnight as well. Look it up. Favakin Restaurant. 
There's also those like bags with the with the fox that every time I see it, I can't pronounce it. I hate. I hate that. I want to be able to say it. Names. I'm a comedian. I get introduced every night. Somebody says, "Hey, up next, personal friend of mine, Jordan. This last name sucks a fucking dick." That's what I get, you know. And I don't think so anymore. I used to elementary school me was all about the name Hayton. I was like, fuck this name. You know, it sucks. Paul Achikio. What is that? No one in my family was cool to me. I was like, ah, oh, great. I got their name. <laughs> That's what I thought to myself. I said, oh, great. I'm one of those guys. I'm a Paul Achikio. But now, now I'm a Paul Achikio. I'll take it. It's me. It's who I am. What, am I going to change it? No one will let me live that down. If you change your name and you're like almost 30 years old, you know, if people, I want people to tell me, okay, wait, reverse that shit. Maybe people will be accepting. I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. Fine, I get that. But if I don't have people in my life who are like, hey, Jordan Chrysanthemum, remember when you weren't that, you fucking idiot? If I don't have those people in my life, I have failed quite largely, you know, I need that, I'm the type of guy, like, if I get married, and I don't opt to die by myself, you know, I need a wife who's gonna, like, I'm gonna come off stage, if I don't do as well as I should, I need her to go, hey, that fucking sucked, rework, we need a bit of a rework, she's watching their audience, if you're a comedian, you know, Everyone thinks they're comics. Oh, I, I tried it in high school. Or, oh, I should have done it. But, you know, the law firm really took off. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you're roasting me and you're telling me you know more about what you think I know. I, like, the only thing in the conversation you've derived, if you know I'm a comedian, is that I spend enough time where I identify when people say, hey, what are you? I'm like, a uh, comedian? For then you to go, huh. Tell me a joke, you big piece of shit. <laughs> like, hey, man, what do you do? You an accountant? Bust out your Excel sheets, bro. What do you want? Like, you know, I know not everyone's Mitch Hedberg. Some people have long-winded stories. This guy, talk about my family, as I do. What am I going to tell you? Oh, yeah, you got <laughs> Hey, I know you just paid your bill. I'll, want me to do one of my bits for you? you want me, I, I got a five-minute set. Did real well over at fucking the underground with it. Want to hear it, dude? Let's go. Let's go on the parking lot. Let me lay it in for you. Want you want to sit down? Like, no. I'm gonna do comedy. Think think of the build up for comedy. Like, okay, you just said, hey man, uh, tell me a joke. And yeah, I know people watching this are going to themselves. Well, you should just write jokes. You should just come up with jokes. Okay, you know how much effort it would be to like come up with jokes for these people that these like these people that are just sucking the comment. They're like, oh hey, give me a bit, give me one of your best, because if not, I'm gonna walk out of here. I'm not gonna laugh, and you're gonna feel like a big loser. And yeah, you do, especially when you like feel you have a bit of a rapport with people. You're like. Well, I've spent the last 45 seconds really getting to know you. <laughs> sure, I'll tell you one of my jokes. And then 
they just don't even they don't even register that there was a punchline, a setup, and then you're like, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I do, and you just stay in the pocket. You're in the pocket. You're like, I'm gonna sit in this shitty joke. I do it on stage. I'll do it in front of your face. And guess whose fault it is? Yours, dick bag. So aggressive. I love, I love verbal, nonviolent, jovially joking aggression. I love the specificity on that. Don't think that's a word, but I just do. Words are funny. Words are ridiculous. You can like soak your lips like that's you know it's so dumb that's what this podcast is like my buddy it's like oh sporadic yeah i mean i don't know i'm gonna build this thing i'm gonna build this thing like i do everything the hard way i don't know the easy way to do stuff yeah i'm sure there's a fucking way to do it well i'm also very sure that there's definitely a way to do it even easier than that. Work smart, not hard. Not I, said the rabbi to the guy with one eye. <laughs> oh, love it. I love learning shit. I also love making mistakes. And in today's culture, making mistakes is fucked because it's so hard. People don't want to fucking tell you. You get fired at Google if you write a memo. Okay, little backstory. Guy at Google wrote a memo of why there isn't a lot of women in tech. Basically, he found that there's like a reason, you know? There's a thing that exists that there isn't women who work in the tech business. Excuse me. And I don't know the reason because I don't know. But you got to fucking think, man. Like nobody wants to have that in their life where they told somebody something and then that person rearranges it and they're, you're fired. And you just thought this was a normal interaction. That's why it's like you make a mistake and people will come up to you and they'll say, okay, so maybe next time we're going to try it a little different. Um, okay, so what I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, but I still want you to do it your way. I really want you to just be you, have it the way you have it, but kind of do it the way it's meant to be done, you know? And that's the new way. There's no more management shit. There's no more tough conversations. I, I got fired from Staples. I had put an elastic gun on my finger, walking around like 007. We were joking around. I was walking around. I was shooting this thing. Woman calls me into her office. This is classic 90s management in the early 2000s. She goes, well, 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 Jordan. Well, we've come to the time. And she was happy. Like, that's how you know, you know, management is real. When they want to see you fuck up a little. But they're like, hey, good job. You know, they like, yeah, good job. Because the good job back in the day was just the job. Today, good job is, you know, hey, you did what we paid you to do. Wow, we love you. We love you for that. That's this new standard. But when she's firing me, she's like, well, if it isn't your last day. And she was excited. And I was like, what? I worked the whole day. She's like, yeah, we're not going to require your services here anymore. You've become a problem. So my mom picked me up and I had kind of a dumb look on my face. She's like, my mom goes, 
what happened? You get fired? <laughs> what a mom. What a mom. Okay, either she thinks I'm such a shit that I can't hold it down, or she saw some glimmer in my eye. So if I ask her, glimmer in my eye. Father asks her, probably shitbag, you know? Yeah, I saw him working in there. Guy couldn't find where the pencils were, and there was an entire aisle. Real thing. Hard, man. You know how many different pencils there are? Neither do I. That's why I don't work there anymore. For the love of Staples. It's so sick now, Staples. I was in there and they were like, life is cool in the city. I'm from the north where the Night King lives and Jon Snow lives. That's where I'm from. But in the city, you're in the Staples. They're filming a commercial. Yeah, you want to be in it, but I want the money that the Asian chick's getting. Cultural diversity reference. Thank you very much. Toronto versus everybody. Very dumb slogan. <laughs> I This has been covered, but like Toronto versus everybody. Okay, what that means legitimately is when you say versus, think about the UFC. Okay, us versus you. Meaning we beat you at everything. Hey guys, you can't go down King Street more than two blocks. Okay? Not the confidence to wear a t-shirt that says, hey, guys, we're better. No, you're not. One street can't go down two blocks. Also, for like a month straight, every month, I'm pretty sure the TTC subway is just like, yeah, we're doing work on the line. So from 11 to the most important time of travel at night, we're done. We're not doing it anymore. No one's working. Awesome. We're reverse everybody. Yeah. We're the guys beating everybody up in the alleys. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Oh, the premier Doug Ford. Yeah. Real big Toronto like uh, thing there. Wow. Wants dollar beers can drink in the park. So we're drunk in the park. We can't get around and we're going to fight everybody. Good. Good to know. I'll pick up a tea. You know, let me know how what let me know which 75 bucks I got to spend. On the Toronto versus every because I know because I'm gonna get socks because Toronto we're all the same I'm the same guy you know how many times when I started comedy people are like oh you're so and so oh you remind me of so when somebody says you remind me of so and so they're basically saying to you hey I don't like to think too much be that guy when you're around me that's what they're saying they're like hey I don't want to register any more faces in my documents folder. Can you just be the guy I think you are for a while? Christ. Learn the name. Know the face. Come on. Be the Italian guy. Sometimes you're going to be all over. Ah, that's why we love accents. Oh, Marie. Hey. I don't even know, but fuck. I'll sell that guy. I'll let that guy sell me. I'll buy things. Way you sound? I would love to sound British. Oh, 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 can I get myself a nice cup of tea, love? Like, I can't say love. Uh, can I get myself a nice cup of tea, love? Like, it's not garbage. In t- it's not garbage in terms of someone saying words that are English, but it's it's not this. It's not... Hey, <laughs> just to let you know, I've, I've been staring at you. I was reading the paper. And I've been staring at you, and I think you're the most beautiful. Do you like daisies? 
um, because I was reading the paper, and in the paper there's a new daisy blossom, and I was just looking at you, and you're wearing a beautiful yellow dress, and I wanted to tell you that you look as beautiful as a daisy. That guy's marrying that woman. I go up and say that? Hey, I was reading the paper and staring at you over there, wondering that you really do look like the daisies that are currently blossoming in the park. That sounds like I'm going to salt your skin with some good old sea salt on there. And I'm going to fry it up. Some parts, I'm going to put some on the barbecue because I'm going to eat you. That's what it sounds like. I am when I say, you look like a daisy. All of this is rooted in elementary school. I brought a girl roses one time. She stepped on them in front of me. Maybe that's why I have this secret envy of, oh, I was reading the paper. <laughs> and you look like a beautiful daisy. Daisies. Oh, daisy. Lazy daisies. You know what that means. Podcast is over. Hope you had fun. Who knows if you didn't. Let me know. You know? Because we're all just fucking trying. <laughs>